This is the Heartland Daily Podcast. to be a new poll out. I wanted to bring on Donald Kendall of the Heartland Institute. He's not just that. He's also a host of Heartland In the Tank podcast and Stopping Socialism TV. He's a research fellow for Heartland's Socialism Research Center. He's got some good news for us. Donald, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm so excited to be on your show. Uh, my wife and I have been fans of yours ever since you were just Sean from Elmwood Park calling still in Sean to give Dan Prof some. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I still do that. And in fact, I just ate his birthday popcorn, the dummy that he is. <laughs> if he wanted it, he should have brought it home. But I appreciate that very much. And uh, the reason I got here is because I think people like that I was not afraid to identify the problem. The problem is when you have more people that want in on the scam than want to reject it, your country is lost. Just like the sewer of Chicago, once great city, just like the county of Crook, once a, a good county, and just like Illinois that now welcomes this beanbag necklace wonder who is the antithesis of, of union corruption. And the problem is you now have usurped the po- most powerful office in the country. My fear is people will get used to it in the same way they got used to the atrocities in Chicago, Cook County, and Illinois. Are they holding out? How does it look? Yeah, well, we did a, a series of polls. We work with the Rasmussen reports uh, from time to time, every, every few months, and we do these polls. And uh, we wanted to do one that was on an issue that's really big that we pay attention to at the Heartland Institute, which is energy, energy policy. And, uh, you know, you can't drive down the street without seeing a reminder of gas prices going up every single day. So we wanted to ask a couple of questions that had to do with energy policy and then also a few questions that had to do with climate change, just to see where the sense of the public was on this, especially as we get closer and closer to the midterm elections. So one of the main questions that we did is just plainly, how concerned are you about rising energy and gasoline prices? Now, this poll was done with likely voters, and of the likely voters that responded to this, 82% were very concerned or somewhat concerned. That's staggering. We've been doing doing polls like this for a while, and one thing, no matter how basic the question is, no matter what demographics you're you're asking, you'll never get 100%. So when we see an 82% number, that, that's huge for us. Um, and then when we have, uh, and, and you can go and check out all the results on this, heartland.org. There'll be a featured spot on there. You click on it, you see all the crosstabs. But we have it broken down by pl- uh, political party affiliation. And as you would expect, Republicans were more heavily concerned with this issue. But even Democrats, we had 77% of Democrats saying that they were very concerned or somewhat concerned about rising energy and gasoline prices. So this is across the spectrum. This isn't just preaching to the choir. This is everyone, all likely voters across the country, very concerned about this trip. I love this. This is very good news. The problem that I see, and I'm seeing it, you see it, we live it in here in Chicago, and the reason you have to run and get the hell out of here unless you want to be part of the fattest, most short-in-the-pants mafia in existence, is that people tend to become used to the corruption, used to the failure, and then used to the subsidies. And when you see these very heavily 
subsidized areas, not all of which are Democrat. A lot of them are Republicans. I mean, if you take some of the subsidized states with their corn and all the rest of their farms and their wind and all this, my concern was that they had strategically spread this out to where people didn't care that trucks on average pay a dollar a mile now under the dimwitted diapers, that you, average citizens here in Illinois, pay $65 a gallon a tank to fill up. You sometimes get used to it, and then you start to, to thank your abuser and fall in line, like so many of the union members that now support Pritzker and support um, Joe Biden. Do you see that happening in any area? Is it always going to be these these mafia-run Democrat sewers that are the strongest foothold for the corrupt mafia Democrats? Well, one thing that I always kind of think about when it comes to, to, to kind of that idea is, you know, some of these topics that we talk about, whether when it's in the news, whether it's school choice or, or something else, and it always stays in the public's attention for the, the news cycle, whether it's a day or a week, and then they move on to something else. With inflation and with gas prices, you can't drive down the street, you can't go to the grocery store without constantly being reminded about how terrible this issue is. So even when they're trying to control the narrative and all of that, you still have just daily reminders, daily reminders that energy prices are out of whack, the price of everything that you go to the store for is going up, and that they can't control the narrative as much. So I think that this is fertile ground. Uh, for a energy America, energy first type of policy, uh, that type of message to to win out, especially as we get closer to the midterm. You know, Donald, here's another thing, and just stick with me. Here's another thing they can't control the narrative on. Parenthetically, if you think about it, what was the reason why we led the world beginning around 1905, 6, and 7, and 8? I mean, the reality is this, this, this poor, if I didn't, know that he was a political whore who had destroyed the country. I would say this poor, doddering old dimwit who clearly wet his pants. But the reality oh, is... Oh, wait, wait, wait. That was Joe Biden? I th- thought you were playing the clip of my grandpa. I'm that sorry. was Joe Biden. And the, oh. and the fact is he's all of those things I accuse him of, plus a political whore who is owned by our foreign and domestic adversaries that are destroying the world. But they cannot hide his inability... The fact, beyond the shadow of a doubt, he is unfit to serve in this office. Are there still people who voted for this imbecile that would vote for him again in 2024 if he somehow manages to stay above ground? Uh, You know, we did uh, another series of questions specifically on Joe Biden. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have the exact results up in front of me. But we asked one specific question in there that was, do you think that Joe Biden should run for a second term in 2024? And less, uh, I mean, it was, I think it was like 25% said yes, 75% said no, we're unsure. And then even in the Democratic Party, people that labeled themselves as Democrats, less than 50% want this guy to run again. So he's not winning the hearts and minds of anybody. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> you know, when this information comes out, before I had you on, I was, I was playing the, for the first time in history, people are having particles, plastic particles in their lungs that are tracing directly back to the masks. We now have the, the results of the blood clots from J&J, the uh, uh, enlarged heart and heart attacks happening throughout the world of all the RNMA uh, vaccine, experimental vaccine. You're seeing so many of this happen because none of this was tested and were the test. So as this goes on and these continue to, uh, 
to happen and more people hear myocarditis and more people hear tinnitus in their ears and more people have Bell's palsy and the rest of it and the plastic in the lungs. Do you think that they will come to the conclusion uh, most normal people with an IQ over 60 can come to? And that is that the politicians that forced you into this behavior are responsible for your ill health and in some cases your early death of your loved ones? Well, I mean, we can only hope. And I will say that uh, we have done a number of these polls in the past, and uh, one that we did about a year ago at this point was trying to test out to see which audience base, uh, whether it's CNN or Fox News or any of these, is more right when it comes to specific facts. And uh, we did this with a, a whole elaborate poll, and we found out the end results were the, the, the audience that was most informed on the actual facts on the ground was conservative talk radio. So as long as that you keep doing what you're doing and you get to reach a, a, a bigger and bigger audience, then maybe some of these people will understand what's truly going on. Uh, that's why I, I'm telling you I do it because, number one, I love it. But, number two, I mean it. I was at the party yesterday, like it's happened to me so many times, and I look at these kids, and I realize that for the first time in American history, we are now forced, parents are f- going to be forced to give these kids this kind of experiment that is already causing harm. Right now in, in, in Democrat-run areas, we're forcing these kids to wear masks. And that's why we have to do it. Because if you do know the facts, you cannot be a Democrat unless you are profiting directly from the crime syndicate that the Democrat Party has morphed into. So I want to thank you at Heartland Institute for continuing to do what you do. And your podcast, which is fantastic, the host of Heartland's In the Tank podcast, and Stopping Socialism, because that is the, what we're up against. We're up against a willful ignorance and a willful servitude, where people are trying to adopt a philosophy that is responsible for 200 million deaths worldwide and the destruction of countries just as great as ours theoretically, but yet they were all born into the servitude as Americans willfully march into it and they're called democrats so i want to thank you for doing what you do my friend i appreciate it his name is donald kindle thanks again and you keep me posted i'd like you to do another one on on the swindle of the ukrainian oligarch war in which i want to know how many people knew that ukraine was in a civil war for seven years prior Mm. prior to, to to uh putin taking the bait and going in i would love to know i say it's under 10 percent of the people you pull. Uh, yeah, well, it, I would be in that 90% of not knowing, that's for sure. And then... <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's something we should consider for you sure. Definitely consider that, and then mention Ihor Kolomoisky and see if they think it's the Ukrainian version of uh, George Soros or not. I'd like to know that. Okay, can you do that for All me, right. a private little mission, Donald Kendall? I think we can look into it for Th- sure. Thank you very much.